Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What if you could really feel what it was like to put yourself in someone else's shoes? Someone famous, who you may think you know. Wondery's Imagined Life gives you that chance. Each episode will take you on an immersive journey through the surprising moments and challenges that shaped someone's life before they were in the public eye. You may realize that you've experienced some of the same struggles, joys, fears, and heartbreaks as celebrities as different from each other as Princess Diana, Jim Henson, or Ellen DeGeneres. Every person has a story, but how often do you get to immerse yourself in another person's life? You're about to hear an exclusive clip from Imagined Life where you'll experience someone else's life, and only at the end of the episode will you find out who you are. The show is hosted by Academy Award nominee Virginia Madsen and Robbie Damond. Look for new episodes on Friday, September 6th. While you're listening to this preview, be sure to subscribe to Imagined Life on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also find a link in the episode notes. Imagine you're standing in a construction site with a paintbrush in your hand. You take a step back and look up at the massive mural you've been painting across the wall of a tavern. It's 30 feet long and 8 feet high. An abstracted city skyline rendered in vivid ochres, greens, reds, and oranges. It'll be months before anyone sees it, but when they do, you'll hope it'll make them feel the way you feel now. Acutely alive. You've never felt more creative, more productive, or more engaged in your work. You're 47 years old, with the energy of a teenager. For the first time in a while you're truly happy. And for the first time in your life, you're truly in love. You look over at your son, perched up high on a ladder painting. He's 22 years old, your second eldest. Your relationship's been tested in the past five years, but you've been trying to make good with him. Hey, John, you hungry? Starving. I brought you a sandwich. John climbs down the ladder and takes the sandwich with a smile. This, working side by side, is the closest you've felt since he was a boy. A worker pops his head in the tavern. Sir, there's a call for you. Can you take a message? I'm working. It sounds important. 
You take a deep breath and head for the construction office. Yes, this is he. Slow down, I, I can't hear you. A chill hits the back of your neck. It spreads outward as you listen. Down your spine, into your lungs, to your heart. You hang up the phone and walk back towards the tavern. Your steps are slow and deliberate, like your shoes are filled with cement. You enter the tavern and lock eyes with John. Everything okay, Dad? You struggle to speak. Dad, what is it? You lean against a table for support. What happened? You're scaring me. That was Harris from down the road. There's been a fire. Wait, where? Was anyone hurt? A house. He said it's, it's terrible. I, I, I don't know. You grip the table even harder. Paint splatters everywhere as you nervously knock over the table. I think I heard him say someone is dead. You pray it isn't her. Please, don't let it be her. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. From Wondery, I'm Robbie Damon, and this is Imagine Life. On each episode of Imagine Life, we take you on an immersive journey into the life of someone you may think you know. Maybe even admire or the opposite, before the whole world knew their name. You will experience the challenges, the heartbreaks, the loss, and the triumph. There will be clues to your identity along the way, and only at the end will you find out who you really are. So sit back, let go, and imagine your life. Please note, this episode contains some content that may be unsettling for children. This episode, The Lover. Imagine, you're the father of six. Six! At 42 years old. Papa, look what I built. A castle. You sit on the floor with Llewellyn, your youngest. He's almost seven. You play with his favorite blocks. They were your favorite blocks when you were a boy. It's wonderful, Lou. Let's make a drawbridge. You and your wife, Catherine, churned out six kids in the first decade of your marriage. A lot of kids for any couple to handle. But you'd do anything for them. You even built them this playroom, scaled down to a child's size so they'd have a special place just their own. You spend every spare minute here when you're home, drawing and building with them, and playing piano when it's time to calm down. A symphony to you is an edifice of sound. It's constructed, it's sculpted. A symphony is built. Almost like a building. One beautiful stone at a time. 
Llewellyn throws his arms around your leg at the piano. Papa, can I play too? Yes, of course, Lou. Come sit on Papa's lap. Family is important to you. You can't always be here with them, but you carry them with you, and they fuel your work. Are you going away again, Papa? I have some work to do out of town. For how long? As long as it takes. You ask too many questions, Lou. Your wife, Catherine, emerges from the hall and stands at the entryway. Come play with us, Mama. After supper, maybe. Now it's time to head upstairs and wash up. Yes, Mama. Llewellyn dashes up the stairs. And tell your brothers and sisters supper's almost ready. She turns back toward you. Your beautiful wife. The setting sun backlighting her vivid red hair. Will you be joining us this evening? Why wouldn't I be, Catherine? You haven't had dinner with your family in weeks. I've been working. But I'm home now. Being home has never ensured you join us before. I will join you for dinner, dear. Catherine nods and begins her evening rounds of the playroom. You return to the piano and watch her picking up toys as you play. Her body language is stiff, standoffish, cold. Catherine, will you come to my study and look at my latest sketches? I don't have time to waste looking at pretty pictures. I have to finish dinner, clean up the kitchen, give the children their baths, and put them to bed. It's nice that you have leisure time to tinker on the piano, but some of us have work to do. I'll set a place for you at the table. You watch her walk away. She used to be so lovely when you met. Her cream-colored face and cherry lips once giggled with life when she looked in your eyes. She still looks the same, physically. A bit more tired, but still attractive. Something is missing, though. You take your place at the head of the dining table across from Catherine and watch her serve the children. Catherine is a good mother, a great mother. Every waking second, every breath she takes, she is devoted to the children. She leaves no time for herself. Certainly no time for you. Mama, can I have more potatoes, please? Clean your plate first, Francis. You catch her attention and offer her a smile. She returns the gesture, but there's no joy behind her eyes. After 20 years of marriage, you've grown accustomed to each other, yet you've grown apart. You respect each other, you coexist, but you do not flourish together. You don't laugh together. Not like you once did. After dinner, you head upstairs and slide into bed, side by side, but miles away. It's been a year since you were intimate. You roll onto your side to look at her. Good night, my dear. Catherine turns away from you. Good night. You wish you could have the old Catherine back. You miss her. You miss love. That was just a preview of Imagined Life Season 2. To hear the rest of the story and guess who our mysterious subject is, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 24 hours ago, I found out the person that I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months 
as a con man. That is my sister Emma. Andrew Tonks's lies had been so convincing, she'd invested $300,000 with him. However, the tables were about to turn on Andrew. What he didn't know was that Emma had discovered his real identity. But to get any chance of justice, Emma had to act like it was business as usual. Coming up in this series, and that's when murder, all this stuff goes through my mind. I'm really, really scared. I'm assuming Sarah has watched too much Netflix and figures I've been defrauding you. Couldn't be further from the truth. That's what this was, a real life story that seems so unbelievable, but it was actually true. A true story that all starts with one simple swipe to the right. I'm Sarah Ferris. And I'm Emma Ferris. And this is my story, Conning the Con. Three AM, the comedy horror podcast that holds weekly gatherings around the campfire. Let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to hear stories about demonic possessions, prison stabbings, skinwalkers, glitches in the Matrix, cult leaders, missing 411, night marchers, Operation Paperclip, Mesopotamian devil worship, and so many monsters it'll give Kanye West a runaway for his money. Pop and meme culture also aren't off topic. A camp where laughs and scares are constantly competing for first place. We're just a group of friends trying to bust each other's balls, find the best stories, and expand the circle in the process. 3AM, the comedy horror podcast, not for the faint or fragile of heart. Let's go.